0: Hi, I'm Brandon, and I love Hallmark movies.
1: Hey, I'm Panda, and I like Hallmark movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark movies.
2: I'm Andrew Walker, and I work on Hallmark movies. And you're listening to Deck the Hallmark Podcast, everybody. first try he wow. second it. try second
1: well, try. what a professional he's an honest guy too. he is an honest guy and <laughs> andrew walker on the podcast can you believe it guys?
0: this is something that uh i think everybody's been clamoring for that's right is to finally oh. get this guy and luckily luckily for us uh you just had a movie on the hallmark channel and so we we're like well let's get this guy and so here you are you're the guy
2: yeah here 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 i am i'm the guy i'm um yeah now, Everyone's been clam- clamoring for, for this moment right now. Share with us. I love that. I love that word clamor.
0: I think we all do. <laughs> share with us, Andrew, your favorite part of our podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you guys have cornered the market. That's right. That's we a smart man. One there. Good answer. I will say
1: this. Uh, true story. We had Ruth Hill on, who does a lot of interviews and stuff. And apparently, it's the consensus that Andrew Walker is the number one hunk of Hallmark. If you can believe, it. and me. having seen his newest movie, Dan, I actually would agree with you on that. And I, oh. and here's the thing. Here's what I know: what his secret is. He always wears blue.
2: Every the only dang color time. he's allowed
1: to wear is blue. Apparently,
2: that's that's my mom. My mom just she, she only wants me to wear blue on movies, so I promised that to her. Wow, that's that's hilarious!
1: Inside scoop. One wish, yeah. now
2: uh
0: this is a this is primarily a christmas podcast but we uh we just we literally just got done behind the curtains guys Mm -hmm. we just got done recording our episode about love and design so we're going to talk a little bit about that um if that's okay with you let's do it okay so um i i know that you uh were kind of involved uh, in this movie, and and kind of coming up with it and all that stuff. Can you talk a little bit about how how involved you were in this, um, and maybe how involved you were with the finished product, if that makes sense?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um, a buddy of mine a couple of years ago, he's uh, a pretty m- morbid guy. Like he, he like writes about a lot of dark stuff. Yeah, I get that from this movie for sure. And uh, and then he all of a sudden one day we're walking the dogs together, and he's like, he's like, you realize. You know, my dream is to write a Hallmark movie, eh? And I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, you know, my my dream is to write a Hallmark movie. I really want to I'd love to, you know, I'd love to if I could only write Hallmark movies, I'd love that. You know, maybe throw in a western here and there." And I was like, "You know, I can make this happen, Brian, I think. I mean, I don't even know the process really, but I think we can we can, you know, if we kind of knock heads together and I talk to the right people, I think we can get this made." And so, he sends me like six different concepts that he's had, you know, for a while. Um, he's kind of like writing closet, writing, uh, Hallmark movies. And, uh, and so I started kind of digging into a little bit more, sent a bunch of scripts in. I actually ended up getting like, uh, compiling a whole bunch of different writers, friends of mine that ended up coming out of the woodwork and just wanting to, you know, I I found out they wanted to write for Hallmark. So I submitted about 20 different concepts. It just so happened that at the time it was a working title called flip flop, which is love and design. And, um, they this one got picked and so um basically went back to brian and we started refining the concept and just developing it some more and uh brian went through all the way to the second draft and then um just hallmark decided it wasn't right fit necessarily there was there was Jeff some gets more that they murdered wanted to explore at the end of them. his version yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly how you, you read that one that's right we
0: <laughs> got that in the mail we get all so, the copies so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so actually Nicole Baxter was was brought up and uh her name was brought up and and I I know that Nicole has has had some success with Hallmark so you know to be honest it's really nice I, I it kind of felt like there was a little bit of a weight off my shoulders because, you know, obviously, you know, having a close friend write for a network that is very, that, you know, is, is very specific over what they want and, and you know, and the, the, the stories, storyline and just making it, you know, it's a, it's kind of a very, as you guys all know, except for you, Dan, maybe, but, um, they're very, um, they They have a cookie cutter kind of mold, you know, so if you don't fit that, you're not going to, you're not going to, uh, you're not going to succeed. So that being said, Nicole came on board. She was awesome in the process and she ended up taking the script through the polish and then we ended up getting it made and, um, and that's kind of where Danica came, comes yeah. in as well. I don't, I don't want to jump to the next no, question. No, you're fine. Now, here's are, but here's
0: I, what I'd like to do. So yeah. there are some things in this movie that we uh, thought were kind of funny. Um, <laughs> and what I would like to know, we're going to throw a couple of these at you. Was yeah. this uh, in the original version or was this Baxter? They're kind of throwing her, her Baxter touch on it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the first yeah. thing, the amount of donuts in this movie. <laughs> uh, are lot of lots donuts. of donuts. Baxter. No, back,
1: yeah, I it thought so. That like seems like a Baxter thing. That does thing.
0: sound like... Mm.
1: Did they feel as though donuts would just tie everyone together, or was it like a small-town feel thing? Or did they think, maybe we'll make a donuts movie with a little bit of design in it? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: on. I mean donuts tie, donuts, donuts tie every town together that's true together that's true they tie any relationship <laughs> together It's kind of one of those things that like even healthy people eat donuts now mm-hmm. you know it's like mm-hmm. there's like these high-end donuts that you can get and so I think that like no matter who you are, you can't ter- you can't really turn down a donut. And you're not going to look at a donut and go uh, like I hate donuts. You're going to just you're not going to have like a real strong. Yeah, opinion you about can't a donut. see
1: us, but yeah, we, we like, like we our fair like share of donuts. donuts. There's no doubt about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Was there anybody on the movie that like had a background in design or in these shows, like, or just was spearheading that side of it, or was it more of a hey, this is a great idea? Design shows are popular, and we're just going to roll with it.
2: <laughs> um. No, I was just rolling with it. Yeah, it was rolling with Get it. I mean, honestly, honestly, I'd never, I'd never, I, I kind of, you know, I, it, um, I watch admittedly, I watch like the bachelor and bachelorette and stuff like that. I just love mind numbing television mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I have a, we have a three year old mm. and mm. we have my wife and I have a business in Los Angeles. We have a cold press juice, juice bar. And we do like oh, a wow. bunch of, we, we sell juice, a wholesale program as well. So we, we, you know, our days are pretty hectic um, so at the end of a day, we'll watch the bats or whatever. And I also like watching home garden television shows. So huh. I sit there and I will just like, I'll, like you know, if it's not if it's not football season because I'm a huge football fan. What um, team do you
1: like, Andrew? This is important well, stuff.
2: I've kind of jumped on the Rams bandwagon. Yeah, there. they're really good. Um, and I'm a massive hockey fan. I'm actually I was just watching the hockey game like not too long ago. Montreal Canadiens hockey fan. So didn't
1: even know hockey
0: mm-hmm. was on.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow, so, hockey so, yeah, season already? So, huh? It's preseason, man. Preseason. We're game two into preseason. Wow. Now
0: we are accepting accepting uh, sponsors for uh, this coming season. So if your juice company <laughs> <Yeah>. wants <laughs> <Yeah>. to sponsor, <laughs> yeah, we can get a juice no, no, company. we'll
2: work this out, guys. We'll work yeah, yeah. this out. You, you guys absolutely have to try the juice. It's called Called little west okay and so this is all bringing me around to to the to the fact that i watch these home and garden television network shows and um i i had never seen so when brian brought this up idea up to me i had never heard of a show within a show and i thought that was a kind of a cool concept yeah and um and it had never been done on homework, and so i have a little bit of uh an a background or a little bit of an eye for for design. And I designed our store. I actually was di- designing our cold pressed juice bar while we were shooting the movie. So it was wow. kind of a cool little thing. So I was like in my hotel room on a Friday night drinking some tequila and like <laughs> by myself in Winnipeg. And... Um, it's sad, sad. It's very really sad. <laughs> <laughs> was, yeah, I was about to say you uh, depressing you're, there. Your <laughs> life rules, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys. Yeah, you guys are doing just fine. <laughs> uh, and so, so I, uh, yeah, I, I would just I was designing the store, and it kind of, you know, it it was cool because I just I felt like I was I was you know doing kind of backstory as well with my character because I would, you know. Yeah, I, you don't have to be, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis to 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 do a Hallmark movie, but you uh you definitely as an actor I want to I want to put my best foot forward, you know? So I'm I'm definitely uh can good we save just, Andrew, the, the, save. Daniel, the
1: Daniel Day yeah. Lewis quote Is that going to be on the DVD box By any
2: chance
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You don't have to
3: be <laughs> oh, man, So let me ask you When you were filming the movie Were you aware of how many times The term pergola and sconce Came up in the film itself <laughs> Was that a Baxter thing Was that too? a Baxter thing as well
2: you know Baxter, she she just throws these zingers, you know, and she's like, she, I think Baxter, her main thing is she just wants it, every movie to be like a drinking game. <laughs> so oh, it's just yeah, like yeah. every time pergola is brought brought up, he just you know you got to take a shot.
1: Now
3: let so. me ask you a follow up question about a pergola. What do you think the purpose of a pergola is? Because that's a debate here on the show.
1: We've had a long debate. There's a lot of holes in a pergola. It doesn't serve the purpose of providing like any shelter. We, like what's the difference yeah. between a pergola and a tree?
2: Yeah. Well, there really is There, it means it's basically this it's basically the same thing <laughs> as a tree, right? Yeah. It's just you, a tree gives you like a little bit of shade and a pergola is the same thing. You what? don't you know so you, it's a dysfunctional don't want gazebo. Shade. They don't want you don't full want shade. A full shade. You don't want full shade. That's right. And you don't want no shade. You, you want,
1: want a checkerboard suntan.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but as the sun is moving across the sky, you kind of it it will adjust your son tans. I would have
0: loved it if, if uh, Danica's parents come out and she's like, I made you a pergola and they're just like, What? Where's the rest of
2: it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's that might be in the sequel. I, I wanted
0: one of
3: the things you tweeted uh, during the film is that during the movie it's or, or as you guys were filming it, uh, you guys were filming inside a home, but you guys had breakaway walls. Can you unpack just how you guys set up the design for the home and everything like that?
2: Yeah, it was pretty amazing we i'm the director, and I actually I came directly from a film to love and design, so i, I didn't have time to look through. I wanted to be on the location scouts and stuff but i I wasn't but that being said, the director Stephen Monroe he saw like you know twenty plus houses and uh and this one house had it was all open space and he immediately was like this is this is the house that we're gonna do it in and basically the guy who owned the house was open to us putting up all these breakaway walls and mm. making different rooms cool. these like all sub like diff you know you know, mini rooms all over the place. And, and, uh, so when you're walk, when you see the camera come through at the very beginning of the movie and go and follow you through the house, all of that was just like, it was all breakaway walls. And, wow. um, so it was a big, I mean, you know, and it was a beautiful, this house was gorgeous. And I was really surprised that the owner actually allowed us to do that much work to the house. And you know, oh, I don't perfect. know what they paid, but I know that the location probably would have cost a lot of money Yeah, huh. just seeing what we had done to it.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Um, I I have also heard that uh, Danica wasn't uh, the first choice uh, for females. So, one, uh, why did all of your, your the choices before, why do you think they turned this movie down? <laughs> but uh, In all honesty, talk about how you uh, ended up getting Danica and how many times you called her Winnie Cooper during filming. <laughs> uh,
2: you know, I, I was able to work with um, – with Mark uh, oh my god why am I blanking his last name now Uh, Luke Skywalker Mark 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 Hamill Mark Hamill Hamill. I worked with Mark Hamill like what 17 (laughs) years ago in this movie maybe no maybe like 19 years ago now in a movie called Laserhawk classic Laserhawk classic you know that everyone (laughs) knows Laserhawk saw it three times in the theater (laughs) yeah you did (laughs) you guys got crappy theaters man that's right yeah yeah
1: (laughs) It's my basement theater, and, and,
2: and I learned I learned one time and one time only that. Every actor or actress that's been that has like a staple character they played, never bring that up on set. Oh, so that was rule number wow. one. I Never bring up. I, whenever I work with anybody that's been like you know some some star on some show, and unless unless it's like a big part of their life, and I, I think like Danica really embraced Winnie Cooper, and the other the reason why it was brought up a lot on set was because Stephen Monroe, our director, was also the camera assistant on uh, wonder years. Wow. So um, well, like, I guess he did like the first season or something like that. And so, um, but it's long story short. Yeah. We, we, there was a couple, uh, there was a couple options, but I never even thought Danica was even in the, the mix. And then when they brought Danica, when they said, Hey, Danica is going to read this and see if it fits in her schedule. Um, you know, I, I was interested for sure. Um, I just, I just, seeing her seeing her do the role and and seeing the days that she had and the amount of lines she had and also seeing the work that she puts into her into her characters i mean guys i was like i was blown away the she writes a novel on her script every single before every single day the amount of preparation this girl does was ridiculous i've never seen anything like it and and honestly like the amount of work that she puts into everything off screen is is like unparalleled i never worked with anybody that was like coming to set so prepared yeah and so so i was it was really it was great i was so happy that it all worked out we do the able same able amount of
1: prep uh, for, for this, this podcast this interview. And right i will here. say yeah. <laughs> all, jo- all joking aside uh we had a lot of you know things to nitpick about the movie but we all agreed that the two leads actually did a really good job yeah and that's they sold not the always film. the case andrew i just want to let you know that's not always the case but in this movie it was clear that the star like the reason you show up to watch this movie is not the donuts or the pergolas. It was definitely the two leads, for sure. Ah,
2: oh, thanks so, guys. You know, so,
1: impressive.
3: Andrew, I have a question. What was your favorite scene to to shoot, man? Like what was your favorite scene to be in?
2: Um favorite scene to be in. Um I would say I don't know. I really like the, I like the scenes where we where we were, where I was starting to realize that there was, a, there was the cameras were rolling, and I would like come in and kind of like you know say my two cents yeah. and then kind of talk to the camera because you know straight up it wasn't it wasn't like a fun scene it wasn't something it was like I was driving a race car or something but I I was I was um, you know it was it was just a it was to work through the scene and to work through all the jokes and the moments and the beats that was it was like real acting, you know what I mean? Like Mm. we had like a real, you know, moment to kind of like figure out the dynamic between the two of us and who we were and how I was falling into this character and falling into this, you know, this, this, uh, you know this place in her life at this point oh. where I, I mean, It just like it was. Yeah, it was just really. I felt like we were really diving into the work. You know, wow. and that was what was cool, so cool about it.
1: Well, my favorite scene is the is the cornhole scene, Andrew. And I'll tell you why because I've I've never seen anyone stretch before a game of cornhole. And <laughs> and you did it. And I was and I was like, this guy is getting stupid loose. Like he's ready for some stupid cornhole. Loose. And yeah, so I yeah. want to know, like you improv that. Come on now, right? Like that was all you. That was all like that wasn't throw, Baxter. That Baxter. Baxter Baxter was, a little stretch down.
2: in there. That wasn't a backs, guys. No, that was just, that was all me. All me. All, <laughs> yeah, me. It all showed.
1: me. I was like, that's yeah. too good for Baxter.
2: That's too good. <laughs> that's that's too not good a that's not Baxter, Baxter quip. Not a that's all over there. I was working on that for weeks. I was
0: waiting for that moment. Um, okay. So on the show, we end every episode with a segment called What the Hallmark. <laughs> and this segment is kind of devoted to trying to figure out maybe what happened before cameras started rolling and maybe what happened afterwards. So as an actor who immerses himself in this character, you know everything about this, this world that you've created. Um, we're going to throw a couple of things at you that maybe we, we just wanted a little bit more information about. And maybe you can share that information with us. You got it?
2: Done. Yeah.
0: So um, my my very first one that I had was um, did do you think Jeff went home and tried to make the lemonade himself because <laughs> um, he was really shocked that the lemonade like had sugar? It's as if he had never had lemonade with sugar in it. Do you, do you think Jeff. Andrew did? Did he did uh, the mom write it down on a card? <laughs> L- lemons, water, sugar, and he's like, "Well, I got to go try this." Did he try to make it himself, mm-hmm. or he's like, "You know what? I can't
1: even try." Mm.
2: No, I think he couldn't care less, but he – I am sure he tried to do some version of it and then like add tequila to it.
1: He, and it probably he's trying to impress the future in-laws.
2: Yeah,
0: I think that's what's think, going on Do you, on you there. think that yeah. – do you think Jeff had actually had sugar in his lemonade before, but he was just playing it up like he hadn't?
2: Well – No, if Jeff went to Canada, maybe if Jeff is like was like had a Canadian mother or something like that, maybe he'd like be he'd grow up with with sugar in his lemonade because that's what we do in Canada. But Mm -hmm. in states, I don't really find there's a lot of sugar in the lemonades that I go to. Wow, yeah, more sugar in lemonades. Yeah, huh?
1: Interesting. Well, whatever the case may be, Jeff, the character, sold the heck out of that lemonade. (laughs) Like I wanted some lemonade. It was the rest
0: of the movie sucked, man. <laughs> 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 the scene—you brought it home. Yeah. Uh, mm. the, the second thing that I'd like to ask you about—maybe you know this—I I don't know how um, Hannah got the show in the first place. Like, she has a show, and I like to think that Jeff maybe had um, maybe his hand in um, her getting some of that success early on. How do you think Hannah got that first first gig to get that TV
2: show? It was just straightforward. She was just at the right place at the right time. I mean, isn't that how everyone gets a show? Yeah,
1: sure. I thought the more unbelievable part was that he had watched every episode of her show. Four seasons. And, and Jeff does not mm-hmm. seem like the guy that's doing that. Like, he just I doesn't. Know.
2: And it would have been so weird, too, because when Jeff was, like, you know, in his relationship that he was in before, and he's sitting there and he's watching – Every single episode of this home and garden television show—it's just hey, baby, you want to go on a date?
1: No, 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 love and designs.
2: That's right. right. Can't call
1: my high school sweetheart. I got to watch every episode of her television show first. That's what I have to do.
2: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) No, uh, I. I Yeah, I don't think there was much. It It was just basically the right. She auditioned for it, or she was working for a. You know, working for a a, a producer that mm-hmm, had the mm-hmm. opportunity that arised and whatever. You know, it's just, you know, it's kind of right place, right time. Dumb to luck, mean,
1: dumb luck. What? Dumb luck. One of the big things we do on the show is we, we talk about if the two, uh, the, the couple ends up together long term, if they're going to make it or not. And I Ooh. I felt as though in this particular movie, Andrew, that Jeff and Hannah were going to make it. I think I f- we all said that. I yeah. feel mm-hmm. as though that they're a classic on again, off again, high school sweetheart, but... You know, don't work long term. Like when he shows up at the end and says that classic one one word line delivery and then he (laughs) and then they kiss like he says, I'm going to stay here indefinitely. But like that's a guy who's an architect. He's going to go around. He's going to build stuff like do you see Jeff just kind of being like, I'm going to stick around with Hannah uh, for the long term?
2: I I don't know if he would. I'm not sure. I think I think there might, you know, there's a lot of fish in the sea. Yeah. You know, okay. So there's now Jeff no. Jeff, sorry, <laughs> I mean, Jeff struck me. <laughs> Jeff struck me he as needs to clarify that quick. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, guys, no, no, no. I I really I do think Jeff and Hannah are enough, and that's the thing that I think that works with a lot of relationships. They're enough of the opposites mm-hmm. that I think they would keep each other interested for life. And that's honestly, my wife is like, so is so different to me and I need someone. And I joke about this with Danica, um, when I was working with her, because I'm like, oh, I'm married to you. I'm, I don't worry about it, Danica. I realize that you <laughs> want to go over every single line, every single beat. I know that you want to know every single reason behind what we're saying, and I'm cool with that. And it actually makes me feel, makes me feel like I'm I'm a I'm, I'm a better person, and I'm I'm you know I'm putting a lot more work into the, into my work. Um, but on, so there's and there's look there's so much crossover between real life and you know off camera and on camera life. Um, especially in Hallmark movies because I like to think that I'm that version of myself majority of the time. Sure. Um, but whereas if I'm playing like a neo-Nazi skinhead, which I <laughs> played or if I'm playing like somebody else, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're going, you're, you're kind of going off, uh, in a different direction, but you do pull from your personality, right? I mean, it's, mm, it's you ultimately, but, um, but yeah, I, I think that, I think that I would, I really do think that Jeff and Hannah would work because they, they're opposites and they, okay. and that's what really kind of keeps the relationships, you know, fresh. And I think that it, you need to be able to know that the girl that you're with could walk at any point and the girl that you're with could know that you could walk at any point. Mm, and, wow. and that's what kind of keeps you fresh, I think. That's what keeps things really nice and, you know, and exciting mm. in a relationship.
0: All right. This is our relationship advice with Andrew. Next caller.
3: (laughs) So I'm going to be asking the question that really everyone's wondering about, and and it's one that's been burning deep in our hearts for since we saw the film. What happened to the mural painter, the art guy? Yeah. Uh, What's going on with him? Does his career really blossom after he gets to paint the mural on the side of the house?
2: Uh, Because that seems what you think. I think it's a good, it's a nice little feather in his cap. I oh. mean, honestly, I mean, I think that he, he has this moment on, on love and design and, and it's, it's great. And, you know, I, I think the only reason why I say this is because I've, you know, I've, I've witnessed that in, you know, in this, in the juice company that we're, we have, whereas we partner up with a great, you know, a great uh, brand of some sort, or or a TV show, or we we close our store for a day to shoot an episode of some show, and we're like, oh my god, this is gonna do this is gonna do great things for our, our store, uh-huh. and really it just kind of fizzles out like huh. the next week. So I, I think it's great for him, and he's it, he got paid to do it, and then he takes it, puts it in his book, or you know keeps it in his catalog somewhere, and. And he, he goes on. Huh. You know, I'm just look. I'm just, I'm just being real. You know, I'm just. Yeah, yeah no, I'm no, sure. no. I think, yeah, I, I like think it.
3: that's a realistic yeah. picture of what's happening to Art Guy for sure.
2: That's where Ooh. I thought he ends
1: up. Andrew, uh, you're kind of a Hallmark golden boy. Do you know how many Hallmark movies you've done? Do you know, like off the top of your head? 13, Twelve. Wow. Thirteen. Twelve. I, I counted, and I couldn't tell with some of them on IMDb. I had you a dozen. So, wow, that's impressive. Um, so, of the dozen, we'll just say of Baker's dozen. Thirteen, since we're doing donut puns. Uh, of, the, of the thirteen that you've done, what would you consider to be your signature Hallmark film, or the one you would say, "I'm a Hallmark actor. This is the movie that I'm most proud of."
2: Well, because I produced it. Uh, as well. I think Love and Design. I'm really proud of Love and Design because I've seen how far it's come. And mm-hmm. I know how much work Danica put into that character. Wow. And I know how much work we both put into that movie. Um, so definitely, I, th- I think Love and Design is up there. But I also think Bride for Christmas was a really great one. Mm-hmm. It's a classic. Um, well, thanks, guys. <laughs> and, and also, the director of that movie, Gary Yates, and I have done four movies together now he's a he's a super close friend really great guy and uh and so i think you know bride for christmas is definitely the wow you know
1: well, if, if Twitter was in the indication, uh, Love and Design, as much as we've given it the business for the last little bit, Love and Design was a huge success. People really loved it. It seemed like you guys had a lot of fun making it. And you're just a champion for coming on and being as kind as you are and as nice as you are to these three guys just doing a podcast about Hallmark movies. So we guys, really do appreciate
2: it. I appreciate your time, man. Thanks so much for doing what you're doing. This is like it's always fun to talk about what I do because, I mean, half the time I really don't think people care that much about it. But,
1: <laughs> I, but I, like you are. Oh, no, really. no, you're 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 getting wrong. Wrong. <laughs> do you ever stop are you ever in an airport and stop and you just get surrounded by like female fans who are like oh my god that's andrew walker
2: uh, it's uh you know it happens it happens every <laughs> once in a while but um yeah I, not not that often but uh, a little bit here and there should happen more i'll Depends tell you that where i am in the country Of now, course. uh
0: i will leave you with this the uh the big christmas schedule came out uh for this year talking about all 36 movies and I, I, don't think I saw your name on there, Andrew. So, uh, is is there any hope left that you're going to show up this holiday season, or is all hope lost?
2: <laughs> all hope is lost. Wow. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you why. I tell you why. I, I, I cheated on Hallmark this year. Oh and, my gosh. Um, I did a lifetime Christmas movie. Oh boy! Yeah, guys. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know.
1: Well, you want to plug that since you're on the show.
2: Yeah, you just delete this whole whole interview. (laughs) You're burning it. You're burning the tapes right now. I guess you
0: can. I guess you can talk about it if you want to. When's it coming (laughs) out? What's it about?
2: Uh, it is called Smoky Mountain Christmas. Well, you know that's I interesting. Know when
0: it's <laughs> I we watched a movie called oh, Rocky, Rocky Mountain, Mountain Christmas. Christmas. I wonder how similar it's going to be.
2: That's right. Ah. Well, it was <laughs> look, the real reason, the real reason is cuz Gary Yates was the director of, of this uh, movie. And he ca- he called me. He called me 2 weeks before we we're going to shoot and he's like, "Hey, do you want to come up to Winnipeg and shoot this thing with me?" Um and it was during the hockey playoffs, Winnipeg Jets were making yeah. it far in the playoffs, and it was just it was just a no brainer. Yeah, so sounds like I, it I I said, hey, let's do it. And so we did it. And also Rachel Boston was the who you guys probably know. Um sure. Rachel Boston was the lead of it and she and I she and I have, have worked together. We worked together on the show ER back about wow. eight years ago. And so we had this really great episode and it was awesome to work with her. And so I just wanted to have that experience again and and so I, um, I took it and I did it. Wow, and, for you. Uh, well, congrats.
1: Good for you. I, I'm you a know, fan. Let's do
0: it. I, I mean, I'm sad because we're watching Hallmark movies, but we'll get through it. There's a friend of ours who has a podcast called Lifetime Uncorked. You should go on his podcast. He'd love to, talk, But I'll tell you this: we're watching 36 Hallmark movies. I am not making time for your life. I cannot <laughs> add no, any guys. more
1: to that schedule. There's no, no way. No, no.
0: <laughs> but God bless you, uh, Andrew. Is there anything that you want to want to plug, or, or how can people get in contact with you?
2: Um. Yeah. Well, people can get in contact with me at. At, at a walk with two K's 35. That's my Instagram handle. And, mm-hmm. um, and my Twitter is the same thing, but only one K. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. don't ask me why. Um, and, uh, and my telephone numbers, no, uh, no I'm not wow. going to say that.
1: Okay. <laughs> Hard hitting journalism here.
2: <laughs> Social security number. Um, <laughs> but no, I, uh, I'd like to plug, I have this, I have a really, um, There's a, there's a movie out in theaters right now called God bless the broken road. And it's with a sweetheart, great, great friend of mine as well. Her name is Lizzie Pulsifer. She absolutely does an amazing job in this film, like true, true, uh, you know, incredible performance. And so I, um, I'd love, you know, I'd love for people to see that that's in theaters. That's in about 1250 theaters across the U S and, um, once again, God bless the broken road. And, um, and outside of that, no, we're just p- I'm pitching some more stuff to Hallmark, and I'm ho- hopefully going to be producing a few more projects next year with them. So perfect. We'll see what see what happens. God
0: bless the broken road that led me straight to you, Andrew. Wow, Can I say that. that wow.
2: There we go. You know it.
0: I said right. it. I did it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and Andrew, that, thanks so much. We we'll we'll really, really appreciate thank it. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you
2: guys for doing what you're doing. I appreciate you guys taking the time to uh, to speak to me.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks, Merry Merry Christmas. Merry man. Christmas. To Merry you.
2: Christmas to you guys too.